Welcome back to Friends Not Lovers, everyone. I'm Yuval. And I am Michael. And today we have a very, very, very special guest with us. Our first guest on the show, the Swifty herself. So exciting. Hannah. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for coming on the pod. Thank you for having me. That's so exciting. This is so exciting for us, too. I feel like Yam and I, like, for years, not years, but, like, you know, ever since we started the podcast, we're like, we need to have guests on. We need to have this, like, a thing. And you're, like, making it a thing, which is really exciting. I'm honored to be the first guest on your show, honestly. (laughs) We're we're honored to have you. Um, So, Hannah, who are you? What do you do? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, sure. Um, I'm Hannah. It's so funny when people ask you that, you forget who you are. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I think I knew both of you for a while now, mm-hmm. right? I don't remember when I met you. I feel like I met you everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I've been living in Canada for like 17 years. I am a Swifty. Um, <laughs> I also work at a bank, uh, which may sound boring, but I enjoy it because I do project work in tech. Um, but on my spare time, I like to go to the gym and have long walks on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) We love this dating profile for you. (laughs) Yeah, catch me on hinge, guys. This is so fun. Okay, well, amazing. What do you do at the bank? Um, I work in fintech transformation. So it's a, let's just say I'm like an internal consultant, pretty much. I work at the bank. (laughs) Here is a dollar. (laughs) Do you know that? No. From TikTok? TikTok. Oh, Oh, I'm not very in TikTok. I actually used to have a fitness Instagram. Yes. For like five years or something. Like since like. What happened? um, Honestly, I got tired of social media life kind of. Like I'm still on my own personal. I'll update whatever. But it got really stressful to always try to be up your game and try to get followers and likes and impressions. At a certain point, like I felt like I was doing it more to like trying to post the best poses. And honestly, like when I go to the gym... I, I admire the girls who have fitness accounts and doing mm-hmm. well. But when I go to the gym, I don't want to look amazing. I just want to work out. I yeah. just want to yeah. do my the job, get my muscles working, and I want to get out. And sometimes I don't look the best at the end. And it's stressful because I don't like to wear makeup, makeup to the gym because it causes, you know, acne. It's not good for your of skin. Course. And so what happens is I always feel bad because I could look better in pictures because all these girls on Instagram would be, you know, top-notch makeup and their mm-hmm. body looks great. And I'm like, and they're not sweaty. And I'm like, what the hell? And yeah. I realized, like, I, it did cause a huge stress for me. Like, I always trying to keep up to date, doing videos. And, like, to be honest, in fitness, you're not really supposed to always do constant uh, different workouts. Like, you should have similar mm-hmm. ones because you're working on progression and not just doing something random every single time. Sure. So it became kind of, like, it didn't... Th- it, didn't it wasn't realistic to do all this stuff. Right. It, it also goes back to the to the topic of reality. Instagram isn't reality. What you see on fitness instagrams or any content creators instagram it's not it's just a highlight reel yeah and it's really nice that you actually like saw that like i had almost up to two thousand followers i kept growing like yeah but i just decided like honestly especially when the pandemic hit like where am i gonna go and work out more like Mm -hmm. at home and that's it and it wasn't as much and honestly i just wanted a break and i took a break that's that's crazy that suddenly it becomes like you're not even working out you're like doing other things to make the Instagram look good. Yeah. Like like you said, you have to all of a sudden change uh, how how you would normally work out, right? Do, not doing progression or wearing makeup to the gym. That's that's so interesting to me that you know Instagram used to be not used to be but is supposedly beneficial, 
and connects and informs and brings people not just instagram but all social media i think yeah and now it's kind of just taking away from that yeah i want to be real but if you have when Mm -hmm. when it becomes stressful to be real I just yeah. it's all worth it I, that's why I have my personal one and I love posting whatever the hell I want yeah. there like I'll post exactly. workout stuff with my cat and my own stories and I'll even sometimes put something inspirational but I just here I can be myself and there's no pressure on followers or trying mm-hmm. to be liked I'm just doing it for me I think yeah. that's gonna be like the next Instagram trend to be mm-hmm. to be like real that's the original like Instagram though you remember exactly. when we just had Instagram you remember yeah I remember my first Instagram stories I can look in my archives and it's like random shit like yeah. mm-hmm. like something on my shelf I took a picture of and and <laughs> I'll find it now. My first Instagram posts were so random. Like, I'll take a picture of my food randomly. No caption. Yeah. Just random. Like, I didn't and care. Then, and then you'd be like, people remember, like the, yeah, the like, tree that I posted on my way to like work or yeah. on my way to school. Mm. So. Now we're going to be doing a new segment on the show. Roses and thorns. Basically, you go around and you say what the rose of your last week was and what the thorn was. So best thing and worst thing that happened to you this week or your favorite and least favorite thing that happened to you this week. Um, let's start with Hannah because she's our guest. Um, red flower. Red flower. Um, this, I honestly, I mean, I, I'm not going to say what the segment is. is or, can I say what the segment Why we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. Talking about Taylor Swift is a big deal for me because I've been a Swifty <laughs> since I was like 12. <laughs> so this is a big deal. I'm very excited to finally use my talent for something. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a talent, but a passion. Um, thorn. What was my thorn this week? I've had a pretty spectacular week. That's good. Well, we're really excited to have you. Thank you. And this is this is also like my highlight of the week that we get to do this. <laughs> and so now I can't say it's my highlight of the week. That's so unoriginal. No, no, no. Not only is this my highlight, I have another highlight. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, hold on. Do you want to say your thorn? No, I don't have one for no? now. Okay. Okay. Maybe after the podcast. Come back to me later. (laughs) You'll be like, these bitches are awful. Um, So my highlight, I had a really good weekend, actually. I spent it with my niece and my nephew, which is always fun. And my thorn is that my best friends are all in Miami this week. And I just have had the biggest FOMO of my life. Like, they all have been posting pictures and they're all going on like they're all going to the beach and they're all going to dinner and they're all just like having fun and i'm oh just like God. here that's the worst trying to live you are going thing. so you're gonna get they're gonna get fomo when you're there well they're coming oh true <laughs> so, like, so i'll be with fomo here yeah. one of us will be with fomo yeah anyways so yeah what about you okay so my rose of the week except for doing this podcast which i i look forward to every week is that I am going away in a month. Ooh, where? I mean, like, I know it's, uh, I'm going to Israel. For how long? For two and a half months. He's leaving me for two and a half months. Can I just say that I'm going to miss you? Yes, I'm going to miss you too. Thanks. (laughs) And my thorn of this week is that I've been very busy with work. It's been taking quite the toll. I don't have time for anything. Yeah, I know. You barely message me. You barely want to hang out. You don't ask me how my day is. You're so close Can I read them our text from today? You guys are like a cute old married couple. <laughs> really enjoying this. Do you guys want couples therapy? I can I can get ready. <laughs> guys should get a couples therapist just to come over and like watch you guys and talk to you. That's such a good idea for a show episode. <laughs> I think we're going to literally like 
kill each other. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, Taylor Swift. So, if you guys haven't figured it out by now, Hannah, our guest, is here to talk to us and fill us in and inform us and educate us about the Taylor Swift drama yeah. that's been unraveling the past week and a half. It's kind of quieted down the past day. But nonetheless, it's an important topic. Hannah, Hi. Take, take it, it away. away. <laughs> okay, well, um, I guess I'll start with saying um, drama has been with Taylor Swift for a while. <laughs> you guys probably know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's interesting, I guess. Um, so yet the question you guys have is more regarding the Red Album, right? Yes. Okay. Taylor's version. Taylor's this version. This came out when? So it came out on November 12th, I believe. This so, well, the original one came out in 2012. Okay. I remember I was in grade 10. I was listening to the songs, and I felt <laughs> very many feel very a lot of feels for, uh, like, a 15-year-old girl um, who just, like, never went through actual heartbreak. But it was a, I was crying a lot listening to the album. Um, yeah, it came out in 20... Was it 2012? Yeah, and then the next one came out in 2014. That's, she would come on every, every two years. Um, okay. So, yeah, I actually did a, like... I knew the drama, but I did a bit. I made a few notes today because I want to make sure I can tell everything chronologically. Um, so, Taylor had like uh, she was pretty much signed with Big Machine Records since two thousand and five. Okay. Um, you can Google them. There, I don't know who else they have signed, but they were there. She was them two thousand five. She's her first. I think her first album came out, her debut. Um, just the butt. I don't know what's the word. Debut album? Yeah, debut. Yeah, I don't know. Speak French. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, album came out in 2009 or 8, I think. Um, I Yeah, and um, so she was with them for all the four, six of her albums. Now, in 2018, she left Universal Recordings. So she no longer want to do the big machine rec- uh, records. I'm going to call them BMR. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is... A, the company kept her masters, which means her original recordings. Mm. Now, does that so mean they own the rights to that music? They own. They get all the, lo- the royalties to the music. Oh, pretty okay. much, they owe her. Um, they will pay her, but they pretty much own all everything that has to do with the music. Who can use it? Copyright, whatever. That's a shitty deal, yeah. Yeah. Okay, in the music industry. So um, now comes in Suk Scooter Braun, who in I know him from Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. He signed Justin Bieber. I think he works with, um, I think it's Kanye. Is it Kanye? I don't remember who else, but I think it's another big artist. I think I made it, or Jay-Z. I don't remember uh, which one it was. Um, but he acquired BMR shortly after her leaving. Oh, yeah. I can tell you who else. Who? Ariana Grande and Kanye West. Okay, yeah, so it's Kanye West. Okay. That guy probably makes a lot of money. Yeah. So he's he acquired with his private equity company. He acquired BMR. And pretty much um, in November 14, 2019, Taylor Swift came up with a came out with a huge Tumblr post. Um, you can probably Google it. Uh, pretty much stating her disappointment and anger with Scooter Braun and the BMR CEO oh, wow. Scott Bur- Borchetta um, because they wouldn't let her perform all her songs in her 2019 AMA performance. Wow! Why she, was that? They just didn't want her to do. It. They didn't want it. Was she left? They mm-hmm. they had a bunch of like pretty much they had a bunch of drama. The uh, apparently or supposedly they had a bunch of meetings and things weren't going right. And she just she honestly got upset because they wouldn't let her do this performance. They weren't wow. listening to her. She I think in her post she pretty much said like they just wanted the girl to be quiet. 
and do as she's told. Wow. And you do not say that to Taylor Swift. No. And Taylor Swift, she's like, she's she's a very independent woman. Yeah. You know, um, I've grown to admire her and not because I'm just like, I like her songs. Like, I usually stop liking artists if I see their personality comes out in certain ways or whatever. Right. But her, she's always been very much for justice and, and equality. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and obviously, like, she got screwed over because she's very she's very successful. She had a lot of other dramas with Kanye and the Kardashians yeah. and all that stuff that mm-hmm. honestly in the end turned out that they were at fault anyways. And there's a whole thing that came out a few years ago, but nobody cared at this point. It was, it was past the drama and nobody listened and nobody exactly. cared. But pretty much she wasn't allowed to use the songs in her AMAs. She couldn't use them for Netflix docu- documentary. Uh, um what was it called? Uh, the Miss Americana documentary on Netflix. If it you was watched hers? It. it was hers. She, it was a documentary about her and okay. her life and her all the time. She wasn't allowed to use them. Wow. So pretty much then BMR fired back and they were saying how her narrative is, narrative is wrong. She's she's just making things up. And turns out that she wasn't. There was a statement later proving that Taylor Swift was right. That they actually did um, reject her request for AMA, like using her songs in the AMAs. They also owed Taylor Swift seven point nine million dollars in royalties, oh unpaid. And how can they get away with that? That's the big so bro- fucked big up. Big brother, they can do whatever they want. Wow, the music industry is insane. Yeah, can't you sue? She could, but it was just, I guess, you know, not worth. Law is the, the issue of law, and I'm not a lawyer, but there's in copyright law, there's so many loopholes. Yeah. But it's also very hard to get what you want. And Taylor Swift, even with her money, she can't really. Know. I was just about to say, like Universal Studios versus Taylor Swift, like. That's still oh, hard. Oh no, it was BMR, but Universal is the one. Or sorry. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. Yeah. 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 Like, can Especially you being owned fighting? by this private equity firm, like. Yeah. So it ended up being that later on, they allowed her after all this stuff and the drama, and you know she pretty much got all her fans to kind of petition things and whatever mm-hmm. she was able to perform her songs at the amas oh, nice. but then bmr because she got a bunch bunch of like money from this and from other things she's done because she was able to kind of get more freedom bmr decided to release her live album so she had a live album from uh 2017 or 2016 that they pretty much decided to put on spotify and from her spotify page the only songs you can listen to are her live albums that they've promote uh, published and not her song that she can make money off of wait what yeah and she didn't know that they were That's gonna crazy. do that she didn't notice and the fans started noticing on the spotify page and the fans started going and making their own playlist with taylor's original songs so at least she can make money not bmr oh my god yeah so it's a whole scandal interesting that's uh, insane that is insane then in the end finally november 16 2020 uh, Scooter Braun sold the masters to an investment bank that does, was not owned by Taylor Swift. So she again lost her masters. She couldn't go and do it. She couldn't, what? Yeah, she couldn't still get it. They buy it as like, you know, as like an investment, right? Yeah. Wow. So for, I think, $300 billion. And can wait, she? Wait, wait. $300 million, I think it was. 300 that's still a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And can she buy it off of them technically? If Probably she had could, the money. but like the question yeah. is, don't why would somebody sell their the ability to make money yeah. off a person? Yeah, that's, that's the true. thing. Was it's it's also- so screwed up. She wrote her songs. Mm-hmm. If you and she put her heart and soul into it, and the fans loved her not because of Scooter Braun or BMR, because of her. Yeah, and like people own her pretty much. That's so insane. It, it kind of reminds me. I'm not going to compare it to this, but it kind of reminds me of the conservatorship with Britney Spears. Yeah. It's well, obviously it not a, the same, yeah, but, like, but that's just 
that's just the industry. That's the music industry where people could just own you yeah. and could just control your life and control your music and control who you are allowed to see, who you're not allowed to see, who you're allowed to be, who you're not allowed to be. That's insane. Yeah. And um, so then she she released this album. So pretty much what she did, she was like, okay, well, I'm going to re-record all my albums. She has to record them a little differently. Well, yeah, but also I think it's interesting because she adds a little spin to it. Or mm-hmm. she adds, she also said when I'm going to do re-record, I'm going to also include the songs that I didn't put into the album that I wrote. So when she turned mm-hmm. put out her song Fearless, that. she added more songs from when she was 17 or 19. That's yeah. cool. Which is so cool because you get to see her brain and what she was thinking, what she was experiencing. And and she also kept to... It's like a behind the scenes. Like you go back to your diary. Imagine you go mm-hmm. back to your diary yes, when you were in high exactly. school and read through it and read it out to somebody. Yeah. And you're not experiencing feeling those things exactly, but you appreciate, you felt those things in a yeah. way. Yeah. And you also, because you appreciate, you also are able to record them in a different way. And she like matured. So you can see her maturity and her voice and how she expresses things like... We're going to get to this later, but with the All Too Well song, the 10-minute song, the 10-minute version, you can see the sadness and the anger and the sorrow in the original yeah. when she posted it. And now you could just see how she was, like, kind of over it and kind of matured and accepted the fact yeah. in, in, her vo- in, her, in her voice. And it's just, it's fun to see. I feel like as a fan, it's just like, wow, like, good for you, Taylor. Like You know what? I'll say this. Like, I know we're supposed to, I won't want to talk about All Too Well more in depth, but, yeah, you know, I've listened to this song a million times in my life. I've been through enough heartbreak that this song would <laughs> struck a chord every time. I would sing it in my bathtub. I would <laughs> sing it in my room. I would cry to this song. And I remember one time I was happy. I don't remember when it was, but I remember just I was having a good time in my life. Even recently, mm-hmm. like I'm happy and I have my life the way I want it to be. And I listen to the song and I still love it and I still feel it, but I'm happy when I listen to it now because when I hear it, I feel all the feelings that I felt when I heard the song earlier, when I was, mm-hmm. you know, going through bad stuff. And and then I feel so happy feel, thing knowing that I've gone through it. And it's kind of like what Taylor Swift felt when she wrote, she re recorded the song. It's like, she knows that she went through a really hard time and she, when she sings a song, she still feels what her younger felt self kind of felt. Mm-hmm. But she's almost like, uh, it's almost bittersweet. And when she sings it, it's bittersweet to her. Like, right. I've been through this, but now it's like, I sing it out of like, as if it's a story. Kind of in the end of the of the, the, the 10 minute, like the movie, mm-hmm. the film. Yes. Right, where she's reading it out. And she doesn't feel it the same anymore, but it's right. just like, this is an experience I had. And now I'm, I'm happy I went through it. And now, now I want to share it. Yes, exactly. And and now I want to share it with them. Also, the fans grew up with her throughout the years. And I feel like mm-hmm. this song can now help the, the fans understand what it is to go through heartbreak. Because we were so young yeah. to really, really understand it when it first came out. Then now the 10-minute version is like a whole other level. And like we can really be able to put it into our shoes if that makes sense yeah definitely Crazy. especially with an artist like taylor swift where like you said we, not kind of followed our generation right like you mm-hmm. remember in high school the music she put out was totally different than the music she put out now uh, i think people also really underestimated her and i was i was in high school like people would make fun of me for loving taylor swift and they're like oh you like love story you like you belong like mm-hmm. guys it's more to her music yes. than that like whatever they put on the radio it's because whatever catches on the radio it's yeah. whatever goes mainstream but like and I'm not saying those songs were bad, but go listen to her albums because I remember listening to them when I was like 12, 14, 15, 19. 
even now I'm almost 24 and I still listen to her old songs and I think wow she was a lyrical genius and you have to really read yeah. into her stuff you have to understand where she came from you also have to see you see her growth like if you look at Fearless and you look at Red she's already grew so much in two albums and mm-hmm. um, and but you have to put the effort and I'm really happy today like when Folklore came out um, what's that? it's her album came out in uh, September uh, sorry August of 2020 okay um, when Folklore came out it went big it was like her kind of like her she stopped being pop and more indie a little bit oh, like folky cool. kind of indie she kind of went back to her country roots mm-hmm. and um people like guys were listening my one my, my guy friend was like yeah my this other guy friend told me to listen to the song to this album because it's so good i'm like wow. guys are listening to taylor swift like That's what's awesome. happening and like and you know and i want to kind of tell him like go say sorry to me <laughs> like for <laughs> making fun of me for listening to this music but i said i'm like i'm happy because i can like now I can vibe with people and listen to like my favorite artists and not feel like I'm gonna be made fun of for liking this hopelessly romantic artist because yeah. she had something to say and she was right. Yeah. Well, here's okay. So here's a really unpopular question about not unpopular. Okay. It's not a very nice question. I always got the impression of Taylor Swift was she isn't she isn't liked by a yeah. lot of people. You know what I mean? It's like, you remember how Justin Bieber got a lot of hate when he first kind of popped off and became famous? Yeah. I feel like Taylor Swift gets a lot of that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for somebody like her to become so famous in such a short period of her time, like, she's not even, like, Ariana Grande isn't on her level. And she's a great yeah. artist. And so is Adele. I love Ariana. And so is, like, Britney is just queen of pop. Like, you can't compare anyone to Britney, right? Literally. Or, 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 and then there's Madonna. But Madonna, you don't go... That's a whole different level. Genre. Yeah, but, whole like... time, too. Yeah. yeah. But I'm talking, like, our generation, like, our, like, growing up, like, she went big. And people didn't like her because she spoke her mind, I think. Mm-hmm. People also didn't like her because, honestly, yeah, she wrote a lot of so- songs about love, guys. Yeah. Guys that people knew who she's talking about. And she... Yeah. But the thing is, is that I'll tell you this, like for me as a kid growing up, you know, going through hardship, she had one song I remember, um, The Best Day, which a song was about her mom. Oh, I, I cry to that song every me time too. I, I remember listen to it. When I was like 13 or 12, I was going through a hard, hard time. I didn't have a lot of friends. My mom is still to say my best friend and my truly my, like my number one, my ride yeah. or die. And that song made me feel not alone, that my mom is my best friend. Like, I know it's not weird, but it's, yeah. like, when you grow up having, like, no, not really having a lot of friends your age, and you only your best friend is your mom, like, it made me realize, like, whoa, Taylor, just, just like me, and look at her where she is now. Mm-hmm. It made me really have, like, this motivation to keep going and be the best self I could be and not let anybody let me down, you know, yeah. get, like, bring me down, mm-hmm. you know? So people don't like that there's a person out there who's so inspiring because a lot of artists today, honestly – don't really try to inspire. Why, Hannah? You don't think WAP is a good song? <laughs> <laughs> no, but a lot of she's right. A lot of artists, obviously, like they're not role models, like I think they used to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like Disney days. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Disney days, or like I think it goes back to Instagram today. You know, you ask kids for to list like five role models, they're gonna give you like three influencers. Yeah, going back to the album that she just released. She released it as Taylor's version. Yeah. Now, this means that it's the version where she gets the money, she has the rights to it, and she re-recorded. Yeah, and pretty much she is more in control of how she wants also to produce. Like, she has her producer with her. Uh, Usually, it's like Jack Antonoff. Um, You can check him out. He's one of her producers. 
um, and they work very well together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like she gets to do have more say in how she wants the songs to come out. That's awesome. Yeah. So Fearless is the album that just came out. Oh, uh, Red. Red is the yes. Album Fearless came out before. Okay. Yeah. So Red is the new Taylor Versions album. Yeah. And she she posted a ten minute version of All Too Well. What the heck is going on with that song? Okay. Let's Yeah. <laughs> it's um I think you've listened to the original one, though, yes. right? Okay. So yeah. that one let's just start there because mm-hmm. I think the ten minute version is very overwhelming for someone who never listened to the first original one. It's kind of like the first movie and the second movie, you know? Yes, exactly. It, and the original one was more vague, but it was very much we all knew it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, we all knew it was about him. We hate him. Well, the thing is, I don't hate him anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, she doesn't even hate him anymore. I don't even know. Like, we're going to get into this obviously later, but like, what the heck did Jake do that people are like thinking him as like the freaking Satan, you know? You know what it is. And you know what? I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. But look, when Taylor Swift came out in this Atlas song, I think there was a whole uh, thing going on with Jake and he was saying how he's like, he actually liked the album and like, they were <laughs> fine. Like, listen. They, I think it's the whole question with uh, Jake when he doing what's the song about. I think it's kind of yeah. goes hand in hand. But listen, he was a toxic boyfriend, right? Like yeah. they had a toxic relationship, and he was twenty nine. Yeah, and she was twenty, or he was twenty seven. I think she was twenty. And that's um a huge difference. Yeah, being in your early twenties and being in your late twenties, that's a whole lifetime when you're in your 30s or in your 40s it's if different. you date someone like nine years seven years apart it's not as drastic as the beginning of your 20s and the end For sure. and i think that also goes into hand in hand with him being toxic because she never really like i don't know like you 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 can tell us but was she ever in a relationship before him like she was a taylor lautner before uh, okay. I remember she was with... And Joe Jonas. The werewolf. Joe Jonas. So Joe Jonas okay. was her first, like, I think, love she had. And she has a whole song mm. about him. She had other relationships. But I think the yeah. thing is, is you know, I'll say, I'll be honestly personal here a little bit because okay. this is Taylor Swift and I got to be personal. Like, no, I'm fine. I'm an open person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you guys have been in a relationship when you were, like, younger. I mean, we're both all, we're all pretty young still in our mid-20s. But yeah. um, when we're, like... That 18, 19, 20, when, like, we probably had our first real, like, real love, like, that crazy adrenaline love, like, the ups and the downs and, like, mm-hmm. that, you know, the physical stuff and the emotional stuff. And it's all, like, this crazy spur of emotions that you never thought you would feel and it's all you've ever dreamt of feeling. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, oh, I'm going to marry this person. Oh, I'm going to have this whole future. It's the first time you actually saw a real future with a human being. Yeah. You know? The, the one that you thought you'd always want. And and it crashes and burns quickly because those, like, crazy relationships that go and, and just are like full of energy, it's like a fire, mm-hmm. they also die down very quickly. Yeah. But the worst thing about this relationship is that it hurts the most when mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, I've had, you know, I've had relationships, like, were kind of slow and, you know, longer. And when they died, when they ended, they were kind of like, okay, like, it hurts, but mm-hmm. it happened, that's it. Right. But when you have something that's so intense like that, your brain and your heart aren't able to catch up that quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they end up just getting that's confused. That's a really good way to put it. Your brain and your heart don't catch up quickly. Yeah, they don't. And you end up just realizing, like, 
she made a whole album, not all of it is to Jake Gyllenhaal, but oh, she made okay. a whole album that a lot of songs that are, are because of him because she was so hurt and just like having to grieve yeah. that pain of like losing something you thought was just like forever, really forever. So Jake was Taylor's first love. I think he was her first intense love. I see. Okay. I think, I mean, Joe was also big for her, I think. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I never talked to Taylor. I hope one day I will. <laughs> but I think this is like... You should ask her. I will one day, hopefully. Maybe maybe that's also why it's called red. Like, red symbolizes fire and, like, intensity and passion. So if you listen to her song, Red, actually, it's a second track on her album. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it got, it's like, loving you was blue like I never knew. Yes. Losing you was gray uh, like I'm all alone. No, no, losing you was... Forgetting you was hard. No. Was like l- loving someone you never met. Yeah. And but loving, loving you was red. red. Na, na, yeah. Na, na. yeah, so, you know, it's it's really like, yeah, it's red. And, and I think you would even go back to the scarf. Why was it red? What do you mean? Well, the whole idea, the whole symbolism of the scarf was, her. I think, for her heart. So for the people that don't know what the scarf is, what what is that scarf? Okay, so all too well, she starts a song uh, about how she was in her... She left these her uh, her red scarf at uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister's like house or something or whoever the person is about in the song. <laughs> I think it's Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> and um, it's still there apparently, or still he still has it and he still holds on to it sometimes or something. But um, so I think the scarf is honestly like it's one. It, apparently, it's red because all her she's her merch is pretty much a red scarf. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it symbolized that, that intense love, the heart she left kind of with him in a way at the time. Oh, I see. Like she left it there at his ha- his sister's yeah. house. He still has her heart in oh, a way. Oh, I see. That's a good way of putting it. I personally think it really was about the love and intensity in the heart that she left with him. Like I think it's, and I don't think it's just because I don't think I'm, maybe I'm not right, but mm-hmm. I think it had to do more with what she, like a part of herself that she left with him in a way. And you know and, and and because he, she took he took her innocence right she talks about that and yeah in a way he took her innocence of having this innocent belief about love and relationships and he kept the scarf to symbolize the innocence i think exactly. she said that in one of her lyrics or something so so what did jake do how how why are we mad at him why is the whole tiktok social media world about to plan his funeral like what did he do he was just a, a shitty boyfriend i mean he he didn't he broke her, right? And and he made her feel probably like, an, I mean, in, a, in the 10-minute version, we don't know how accurate it was to her story. Mm-hmm. But from my understanding is that, you know, there's not, first of all, there's not a lot of information about their relationship in general. She doesn't talk about her relationships and what happened yeah. in her relationships other than what you can find in her songs. Which are, are like Easter eggs, people say. Exactly. But she, he was just someone who she loved so much. They were together for two months only mm-hmm. you know he brought her to her parents house he made her feel like the queen of the world he made her feel like everything they they had such a strong bond and then he just turned around randomly you know he broke her yeah and even her song she talks about how you know like it was a you know it was a masterpiece this saw this whole relationship was a ma- could have been a masterpiece and then you let it yeah. all go you makes let, makes yeah. you wonder what really happened like why it ended you know yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, apparently, like, you know, he probably did actually leave her and her, and he just said it's not going to work. Apparently, they did break up because of the the age gap, yeah. apparently. But I think it's such an excuse for a 20, like, yeah. something, late 20s guy. Like, you don't, 
I get age gap is a big is, is sometimes can be a difference but you don't like she obviously went through some trauma she obviously did get really hurt from him he didn't come to her birthday like I actually one and of the things I was dating. gonna mention is that they, while they were dating he didn't come to her birthday they were dating and she had her birthday party her birthday is December 13th she's five days ahead of Aww. me um, and we're both Saggies and um, Saggy gang yeah <laughs> <laughs> and apparently so there's a song called um, Last the Last Time which there's a hidden message in the lyrics she's have in her older album she had hidden messages there mm-hmm. um, which was LA on break and pretty much was the idea was he promised to come to her birthday and he wasn't there um mm-hmm. and apparently uh he had like he was there on, in la on break during that time to promote his uh love sex and other drugs movie i think it was anne hathaway okay yeah and um and then, you know it broke her heart and he you know it was just a kind of guy who love bombed you and gave you all these future oh, sounds so toxic that's the worst he you know it's that's the worst because you you're young especially and you hear all these like a guy makes you feel like the the top of the world and gives you all these things to make you feel like you are the one and then sorry and then doesn't you know doesn't come to your birthday doesn't care about you all of a sudden disappeared disappears and acts as if it's just this on and off hot and cold emotional yeah. unavailability it's that just breaks like gaslighting yeah yeah it is it's it's gaslighting it's manipulative it's being sneaky it's just being not a good boyfriend yeah. And mm-hmm. having that as like one of your first times to ever experience love where you thought you had it all, it fucks you up because then you're like, okay, yeah, I deserve this love and this is what I'm going to get and this is the love that I want because I have such strong feelings for him. So I don't care that he manipulates me or I don't care that he like gaslights me because he's giving me love sometimes. Yeah. And he's sometimes saying he's loved me. And he sometimes says that I look nice, and he sometimes does Yeah, actions. like 60% is great, you 60% go, of the relationship. Exactly. You so. go for the crumbs, really, and you're just like, you just... And it's funny, because in the 10-minute like film, like, what I'm really happy about having the film is that I think, hopefully, the younger girls, is that they see this film, and they see it reflecting, and hopefully, in the relationships they're in, if they're bad, mm-hmm. or the lips they might, the guys they might meet. It's like, spot the red flag. Yeah. In the There's movie. There's so many spot red flags in that, in that movie. In the short film, they they fought about how he didn't hold her hand. And then, and I know, like, Yam, I showed you this short film, and you're like, why why is that such a big deal? Like, Cause, yeah, because I saw the, the film, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. He gaslights her, and he's he's a dick, but, like, I think that, nothing special there. Like, you um, know what I mean? I think it was a symbolism of it. Like, she, I think it's when she was going to that scene. There was a the first break or first glass or whatever the first broken mm-hmm. glass. Like the whole idea of a broken glass is like the first time you notice a red flag and you actually start opening oh, your eyes. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't know if you ever watched. That makes sense. There was an episode. Oh, what, sh- what show it was? A certain show I watched. I think it was was it mm-hmm. Hannah Mother? Where mm-hmm. uh, there was show. a scene. I was years ago. I watched. But I remember there was a scene that always struck a chord with me. Or a, a sh- uh, episode. Where, when the glass breaks, when you start seeing everything, and mm-hmm. and they're in the, the the bad things like you have these rose colored glasses, mm-hmm. yeah, and they start seeing the bad things all of a sudden, and then you can't stop seeing them, and that moment when they were in the dinner and he she wanted to hold his hand, it wasn't just him like you know taking her hand and kind of like been like kissing it and putting it down, right? You know, it was like leave me alone. It was like, what the, like why are you giving your hand like 
This yeah. is embarrassing. Like he threw her hand away, like she was a dog. Like, like as if like it's like it reminded me of when my cat goes on a dining table and I have to <laughs> kind of like chew him off because he's allowed to go on a dining. So he shoot her hand away. Yeah, yeah. What is she? A, a cat that's not supposed to be on a dining table. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's different. Like it depends on, and like that already make that starts making you realize like why is he treating like in front of all these people? I remember like I even I when I was younger I was in a relationship where. I went somewhere and, and I was completely ditched, and that hurts. Oh God, you know. Imagine you're in a party with people you don't know, and you feel like you're just in a corner. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that sucks. And yeah. and like I can, I when I saw that scene, I'm like, whoa, like that's like I can relate. But yeah, like that hurts. You know, it's it's not even it's the micro behavior that speaks loudly to you. Yes, for sure. It's the little things that then add up into big things, and then you can't really explain it. Because it's just little things adding up and then it like blows up. But they do that on purpose, especially toxic people who do it on purpose. Exactly. Because Because then because then it's like That's why you're you're mad at me because I didn't hold your hand. Like really? Like that's why you're mad? But it's it's not that. It's the it's yeah, you didn't hold my hand, but it's the way in which you acted before that. It's the way in which you acted when you did leave my hand. It's the way in which you didn't care or like but you can't really explain that to them because they're gonna be like are you crazy? Like, come on. And mm-hmm. I think that's what happened in the in the short film too, where he's like, really? Like, come on. Like, you were mad at me because of that. And then he wins her back later because she started crying. He's like, don't cry, don't cry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll, exactly. I'll hold your hand. Like, there you go. And that's how you get to her which back. Which you well said. <laughs> All right. No, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> okay. What, what, who plays him again? Like Dylan O'Brien? Yeah. Okay, Dylan. Where is it from, <laughs> by the way? I remember his face. Dylan I think O'Brien the, uh, Yeah, yeah. Or Vampire Diaries? I think it's one Vampire of those. Diaries. I don't really Some, know. The something difference. like that. Yeah. And uh, the other one, Stace, S- S- Sadie, is from uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never watched that. That's why yeah. I didn't know. She's brilliant. They're both she's brilliant. So pretty. You know she's, that whole she's, scene? She's so special looking. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I could call her pretty, but she's very unique yeah, looking. Yeah, very. She. Brian's very good looking, obviously. He's oh, he's guy. so hot. Um, the, the whole scene, the whole 10 minute, sorry, the whole like uh, short little clip of them in the in the kitchen mm-hmm. that was all improv i heard really yeah they did you can tell i kind of tell exactly because they kept going and i'm like this is not a, this is so not yes. scripted yes. no way they had such a good chemistry yeah they're friends are they yeah oh. from before nice i didn't yeah. know that very cool facts wow <laughs> so what's your favorite taylor swift album so i want to say red like it is red. it was always nice. red but i have to all say lover because Red is like mm. nostalgic love, but yeah. Lover is the more grown-up album that I can relate to because she's been through more and I've been through more since Red, and it's I can relate to her now and her Lover world yeah. and even folklore evermore. But like Lover was those songs were really good. That was a really good album. I think my favorite album. I have two. I'm okay. gonna say the most basic two. Please. Um, the first one was this was my album in 2014 i listened to it all the time the <laughs> 1989 that was i listened what was to your favorite it. song there oh my god such a hard question my favorite song off of the album is new romantics or mm. i know places interesting I, I know places is a good song such a good song so i remember all of 2014 i just had that on repeat on repeat on repeat mm. but the album that really like made me feel like a bad bitch was reputation <laughs> that was like Ugh. every single song I did you're something like bad. yes oh i did something bad gets me hyped 
every time. And also the the other one, the um, freak. Why can't I? Like, oh, um, speak now. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much that you're. Tr- Don't blame me. Yes. I'll Don't blame me, and I did something bad. But I did something bad. Is like this song is the best thing. I don't do any bad things. Seriously, this is this is the bad bitch album. Yeah, and that's what I love. That's what I love about her. I'm like, thank you, Taylor, for coming back with reputation. Yes. Um. Yeah. What, what What's your favorite album? Do you know any albums? Do you know any songs? Maybe that you like. Uh, I know the one where it's Speak Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Honestly, I can't say I listen to Taylor Swift too much. That's um, I like to get involved in drama, but you know, I don't. <laughs> he likes the celebrity. You watch E News? Exactly. No, but I I know about E News. <laughs> I know about Hollywood fix. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hollywood stars and celebrities. So did did you learn a lot from this episode? Yeah, definitely. Didn't you? Can't you hear how quiet I was and paying attention? Yeah, you were taking notes. I saw. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> Me googling rapidly everything. Um, I know I know the Red album because that was like popular in high school. Yeah. You know, that was a flop and a half. Loving him was there. Nice. I think that's the one I'm most familiar with. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Do you appreciate her? Yeah, I appreciate her. Absolutely. Um, better. I think you get a lot of Mr. Matherwise. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> 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 something bad. What like reputation like? on the way out. <laughs> I think she gets a lot of a lot of hate for somebody who's i mean anybody who's in the the public spotlight gets a lot of hate but i remember her getting a lot of it especially so okay i guess i feel for her but like definitely respect her if you don't get hate then you're not going the right way hannah thank you for coming on our podcast thank you and as a special thank you and kind of an end segment we're gonna be doing a lyric quiz Ooh la la Okay. I'm so excited for this. We're going head to head, Hannah. Yes, Hannah versus you both. <laughs> so I'm gonna be reading you lyrics, and you have to tell me I see how, how how they end. Okay. Do we get options, or like it's just like we have to? We don't get to go multiple choice. It's gonna be it's gonna be open ended, and then if you need a hint, I'll I'll, I'll read you. You can't look at four a options. I, I think you I think know. that's fair. I'm, I'm watching you. I promise. I'll move the screen like I that. bite. <laughs> I'm excited. First lyric. Nice to meet you. Where you been? I could show you incredible things. Magic, madness, like heaven, heaven, sin. sin. <laughs> yeah. First one was easy. Oh, it's so hard to not sing these. <laughs> Do you know it? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I love that. Because, baby, now we got bad blood. You know it used to be mad love. So take a look what you've got. Is it? I got bad blood. Mad love. No, that's not so it. You, look what you've done, because maybe now we got blood, ma- bad blood. Look what you've done. So look at you. What do you? No. So take a look what you've done, because because baby now we've got bad blood. No, where to go to was that? So take a look what you've done. Yeah, that's what we said. No, you, you said so look what you've done. Oh, is it close oh, enough? Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I see, I see, okay. I see you. He's word it's for very word, hard on my us. dude. So I sneak out to the garden to see you. We keep quiet. Because we're dead if they knew. So, so close your eyes. eyes. Okay. <laughs> Escape the sound. I got that one. Correct. Because we're dead <laughs> if Woo-hoo! they knew. Don't you worry your pretty little mind. People fall, throw rocks at things that shine. Whoa. Whoa. Where is that from? Um, what song? Mine. Oh, ours. Not on mine. Ours. Ours. Sorry. I actually know more Taylor Swift songs than I thought. I didn't know that was all her. I love that. August slipped away like a bottle of wine. It's August, but ugh. August slipped a bottle of wine. 
Okay, I'll, I'll read you some options. Okay. August slipped away like a bottle of wine. 31 days that you weren't mine. I played it off like I was fine because you were never mine. Because you never mine. Yeah? Yeah. Boom, oh, you are correct. Nice. You're good, Hannah. Are you swifty? Gracias. <laughs> you call me up again just to break me like a promise. So casually cruel. So In casually cruel. Being honest. That is correct. Wow, you guys are really good at this. Yeah, Yuval is doing it with me. Like, we're not, I'm not even like competing anymore. I'm just enjoying doing it with you. I love it. <laughs> Untouchable. Burning brighter than the sun. And when you're close. I'm coming undone. I'll be coming undone. Oh, I don't know. I, I would be coming undone. You're, you're basically there. Yeah. What is it? I'm coming undone. I feel like coming okay. undone. Yeah, I feel like I'm coming oh. undone. It's an old song. It's from her like a debut album. One night he wakes, strange look on his face. Pauses, then says. One night he wakes, strange, strange look. looks on his face. Pauses, then says. You're my Juliet? No. Pauses, then says, you're my everything? No. Pauses, then says, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. Is it the last option? Yes. Correct. Which song was that? Oh, my God. It's, um, pauses and says, you're my best friend, and you knew what we were, you were in love. You can hear it in silence. In 1989. You know, you can hear it in the rain home. Which song is You are in love. Oh. Okay, last one. Yeah. Yes, I got your letter. Yes, I'm doing better. I couldn't tell you. Yes, I'm doing better. Oh my God. Um, options? Yes, I got your letter. Yes, I'm doing better. Like changes in weather. Okay. Yes, I'm doing be- better. No, I won't forget ya. Yes, I'm doing better. It cut deep to know ya. I think changes in weather. That does uh, maybe, maybe the cut to know ya? Okay. Let's see. You're, you're at Katanoia, you're at Changes in Weather. Ooh, Yuval, you are correct. Whoa! Okay. What song is that? Yeah, what song is that? Does it say? It doesn't say. Should we find out? Damn. Yeah. Closure. I never. Oh, that's why I don't. I didn't, it was from Evermore album. No, to be honest, love you, Taylor Swift. You're listening. I love you. <laughs> but um, Evermore was. I wasn't the biggest, the hugest fan of that album. Like, it had some good songs, but I didn't. Oh. Catch. Is that the new? The very new one. Mm. She came out in November 2020. We love Tay Swift. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for letting me give, let out all my Taylor Swift like <laughs> things to say because I have no one to talk to them about of this. Course. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I thank you. A yeah, it was me too. I I love this and I and I love hearing about her because she's so unique and she's so cool and she's so different. And having you come on the show and kind of like just talk about it with such excitement and love and like <laughs> passion for it, it just it makes me so happy. So. I really, really appreciate it. If you guys it. can really forward it. this podcast to her so she can hear and then invite me to her right. house we'll one day. She follows us. Okay, awesome. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, like I said, thank you so much. And Taylor's always going to be in our hearts. <laughs> and <laughs> we can't wait for all the re-releases of the other albums. Hopefully. Speaking next. Yeah? How do you know? That's what It's just, uh, it just news. Oh, very nice. News. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of news. <laughs> Here's a fun little news story I came across this week. Mm-hmm. We're going to try doing current events on the podcast because I, I think love it's interesting and fun. No problem. Thank you. So, Hannah, you get to be our first guest and 
our first current events listener. Mm-hmm. So here's the fun current event, and you guys tell me what you think. We'll discuss it, okay? So Uber Eats is now going to start delivering weed in Ontario. What? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No just got a shivers. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I think they're excited, too. They teamed up with Tokyo Smoke, which is owned by Canopy Growth, which is like a big weed corporation. Um, and Canopy Growth has like 50-ish stores in Ontario. And they're going to be delivering uh, cannabis with, with like, just like Uber Eats, you're going to get Uber Weed. Oh Whoa. Mm-hmm. When, when are they starting? Um, they, don't, they don't say when here. Is it legal? But soon. It is legal. I mean, weed yeah, is legal, but, like, thinking. isn't the government doing anything about it? Because it, there's so much little, like, re- regulation with it. I mean, I feel like people that are 15, 16, 17 are just going to be like, yeah, let me just Uber Eats my weed. And just <laughs> That's what check. I'm thinking. But it says that you're going to place your order on the app and then confirm your age before collecting yeah, it. So and who's going to be checking? Okay, let me maybe, confirm it. Maybe the driver that's dropping off the weed. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't I've believe that I've had wine, r- like, like dropped off my place before. Like, and nobody looks? Nobody looks at your ID. Nobody cares. I really wonder how they're going to regulate this whole Uber Eats mm-hmm. weed thing. We should, we should try one time and just yeah, for like an experiment order. Definitely. 50 grams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's crazy. We should we should try it out and then we, we'll let you guys know how it goes. Mm-hmm. But I doubt they're going to like check the IDs. Drugs get. Yeah. <laughs> It'll probably Don't like, drugs please click here 19. to confirm you're over 19. Okay. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I am over 19. Wow. Okay, well, interesting. Let's see. Let's see where well, it takes we'll keep, us. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. So with that being said... Thank you for listening to Friends All Lovers. That was a good episode with our guest, Hannah. Thanks for coming on. I had an awesome time. Plug your <laughs> socials. It's Hannachka7. <laughs> Yay. Spell and it out. H-A-N-N-A-C-H-K-A-7. Um, or follow me on TikTok. It's, it's Hannachka7. I only post videos on my cat, so have fun. <laughs> That's so um, much fun. Well, thank you so much for coming. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. At Friends Not Lovers Pod. Share it with your real estate agent or your dog or your friends or your lovers. Friends Not Lovers.